What's up, everybody? Welcome to a super fun episode of Divi Chat. We haven't even started, and I already know it's fun because we've been hanging out in the background, in the green room, as we call it. We were all here. We we're just waiting for Seven After. And you know what? For those of you who are new, that's what we do around here. We start, we're the Seven After podcast, as you may or may not know. And if you're listening on your podcast app, well, then what do you care? It's You start it whenever you want, so it's totally fine. Anyway, welcome, you guys. Today, we're going meta. Once again, we are podcasting about podcasting. Gotta love it. And we've got a super cool panel today. We have a, a Divi Chat alumnus joining us. So how about we go around in a circle and meet our panel. Josh Hall, kick it off. Oh man, Steph, great to be back guys. It is good to see you. I have missed you all. I've talked to you all separately. I feel like I talk to you all separately often, but not together. Mm -hmm. So it's like a whole new vibe. So uh, what an honor for you to have me back. It's great to be here. <laughs> We're so good. Do you want to say like your URL or anything? Oh, sorry. Everybody yeah. Joshhall.co Josh <laughs> is where you can find me. It's been a while. Uh, and, and we are talking pod about podcasting yes, and you do I happen to have a podcast. Yes, that was going to be next up. Yeah. My podcast is the <laughs> web design business show, uh, which you can listen to wherever you get your podcast. And I'm sure we'll talk about how to distribute that to any platform in this talk. Tim Streifler. What's up, everybody? Um, I'm glad to be back. It hasn't been quite as long as Josh, but I've been very infrequent this year. It's been a crazy start to the year for for me and my family and everything. But I'm back and excited to be here, excited to be talking about podcasting. You can find me online at divilife.com, where I have all of my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, tutorials, courses, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, that's... I'm broadcasting from San Clemente, California. I've I've like thrown off my groove here. Normally, I have like <laughs> like an order of how I say things, and it's your elevator yeah, pitch is all my, exactly my elevator pitch on the wrong floor. Yeah, <laughs> Eric Dingler up next. Hey everybody, um, very uh, like everybody else, excited to be here tonight. This is kind of a weird um, and very cool experience for me because uh, to be on here with with Josh, I started out. Uh, as a binge consumer of Divi Chat and just started to grow and scale and, and learn so much. And then started taking some of uh, Josh's uh, courses and got to know Josh. Um, and now I'm the CEO of the uh, digital or the web design company that Josh started uh, like 11, 12 years ago uh, with In Transit Studios. So uh, it's really cool to be on now with Josh, now that I'm a panelist and he's coming. Anyway, really cool. Um, I am broadcasting from Mexico City. We're still here uh, for the next couple of months. Um, and again, you can find me at In Transit Studios. That's our web design digital marketing agency where we help local businesses get new customer activity by turning their websites into marketing hubs. Um, and to connect with me personally outside of that, you can find me at ericdingler.com. So excited to be here. Awesome. How's your Espanol coming along there, Dingler? Uh, not at all, but my wife no. is crushing it. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and your wife also has a podcast, so she we, we may be getting some uh, secondhand tips from uh, Marissa Dingler as we go yeah. through our episode. Yeah. All right, Sarah Oates. Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios, coming to you from Canberra, which is three and a half hours south of Sydney in Australia. It is 8am. This is our last 8am episode for the foreseeable winter. Uh, so we'll be heading to 7am as of next week. So just a heads up for those Thoughts in Australia. Thoughts and I know, prayers right? for like, followers. Oh, you get me from next week where... The coffee's just kicking in. We're moving and into so... Sarah's grumpy season. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is right. Uh, you can catch me at endure.com.au or endureweb on the socials. I'm sorry that I was running a little bit late. My computer seems to not like the app we use anymore. So I need the to best, remember to get up even earlier part, so I can Sarah, restart. The best part of everything was I said that I've interviewed a lot of Aussies and they tend to be like a few minutes late. And <laughs> Steph was like, Sarah's not like that. Don't worry. And I was like, I know Sarah. She won't be late. 
Uh, so, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm the one that stood up for Sarah and stood said, up for Sarah. she's really yeah. punctual. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, yeah, Stephanie threw you under the bus, Sarah. That's right. Got it. Right. I, I am normally, however, once we hit 7 a.m., it's a rough start, and I'm now going to have to get up an extra 10 minutes early so I can restart my computer. So, thoughts and prayers. We'll see how we go. I'll give it my best you know, shot. Guys. I don't know how you do it, though, Sarah. If it was 7 a.m. for me, I would not be here on the show. <laughs> Or hey, you know, am for that matter. Like I can't do it. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> two p.m. for me, and I, I mean, it's been a struggle this year for me to get here. So <laughs> it, like, seven a.m. is impressive. In you the winter what? months, two minutes after, and Sarah will message us and be like, "I'm up, I'm up, <laughs> <laughs> getting coffee." My alarm just went off. Yeah, I'll be there. I will say on an honest note, uh, with a podcast, whether you are podcasting or you're a guest, the time differences is one of the biggest challenges of oh, yeah. doing a podcast when you interview people globally uh luckily calendly and all the tools now will will synchronize or everyone has a world clock on your phone but um that is tricky that's really really tricky like i love to try to stick to a schedule but there are times where i'm going to do a call in the evening or early in the morning uh i've had some i was just joking about the aussie stuff but i've had aussie guests who have been up at like four in the morning to come on my show so it is an hey aspect of podcasting. Be ready for it. Hey, Josh. Yeah. We're not, a, we're still doing intros. This oh, isn't yeah, your show anymore. I'm sorry. I just went. The dang podcasting right. host and me just went for it. Sorry. I know. You got your big fancy microphone thing with your photo on it and everything. Anyway, you guys, my name just quickly is Stephanie Hudson. You know who I am. I have a little business called Focus WP where you can outsource pretty much anything from your business to us and we will just crush it and you get to take the credit. Hit me up at focuswp.co or join us in our Facebook group, Focus on Your Biz. I also have a little side thing that I've started a couple months ago called The Sizzle, which I don't know if I mentioned to you guys. And this is something I want to talk about today because it's a newsletter about AI. And I've been thinking like, man, I really should start a podcast about this. What a coincidence, a coinky dink, if you will. So hey, today, we have a question from um, John Lacey. What is he? Let me see here. Uh, yeah, I was just, John, I was just about to ask, can we get Tim to divine <laughs> podcast for old time? <laughs> Great question. We have John. missed you, Tim. <laughs> we <laughs> have. Much. Yeah. So those who maybe are new to the show or haven't been here for a while, or maybe you have been and I haven't, uh, typically, historically, I am the resident definer of the podcast. Uh, since the beginning early days of Divi chat so i'm gonna go ahead and define a podcast just in case for some reason maybe you were born yesterday or you woke up from a long coma a podcast <laughs> is a audio show uh originally kind of uh i, I don't want to say started but really streamlined by wow my lights just decided Sorry about that. Um, my lights I have the possessed. same lights as you, and sometimes they do that. It's just they're like just the like, sun turns on. Yeah. Yeah. They're demonic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Apple, uh, they didn't start the podcast, but they really kind of made it mainstream with the iPod uh, back in the day. Um, but it was still like, it, I, I would say podcast didn't really become mainstream until maybe like 10, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Um, and they just kind of blew up. And the best part about podcasts is that uh, it's another piece of content. And so that's really how we should be looking at podcasting in general is it's content creation, right? Like some people make videos, some people make podcasts, some people make both, some people are bloggers and they write blog posts. And so podcasting is another way of getting your message out there uh, to the world and in hopes of creating value and getting uh, something in return in the form of, of sales or clients, et cetera. So podcasts, I guess, to go back to the definition is a audio show or an audio piece of content distributed out to the podcast network, such as Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. I'm, there's a lot of them. So a lot. Um, I'm a little rough, rusty on my uh, defining. So sorry about that. It's all right. I think <laughs> I think we all got it though. So what we were going to talk about today, you guys, is if you ha because you're here, obviously, so you are a podcast listener or watcher potentially, and that's a little something we could touch on too. Like, should you go on video and do it, or should it just be audio only? Historically, podcasts were audio only shows, and if you are a listener, 
I I guarantee you at least half of you who listen to a podcast on the regular basis have thought maybe I should it would be cool to start a show or to be on a show or to do you know like my own podcast that would be cool right and so that's sort of what we're going to talk about today not necessarily some big epic life-changing world show or something but like if you've thought like hey what if I wanted to start a show? We're going to knock out uh, knock out the list of some of our biggest tips and tricks so that you can just go do it. Like within the next couple of weeks, you could have your own podcast rocking and rolling. So uh, I came up with an idea to break this down into three sort of categories. Now, um, Josh Hall, I can't, like, I am so jealous because he just got to interview on his podcast, Mr. Mike Michalowicz, Woo. which is a hero of mine. I know you guys all love him too. And Mike Michalowicz always has uh, an acronym for things or, or initials or something. So we're going to do the three T's today and we're going to go with the tools, the tech and the topic. And that's what we're going to yeah. break down those three areas. Tools and tech might sound ambiguous, uh, but as I mentioned before, I have the tools. If we think of the tools as the physical things that we've got, I've got a Hardware. microphone, I have lights, I have a camera, I have you know all of these things in in my office and ready to go. That's to me the tools. But when it comes to the tech, what software are we going to use? What do, what do we have to sign up for to get it distributed or all of those kind of things? That's going to be the tech. And then of course, you can't have a podcast without a topic. So does anybody have a preference where we'd like to start? I say I, get I have a question part. for you guys. I'm curious. How do you think I got Mike Michalowicz on my podcast to kick Ooh. this off? Uh, let's see. I think, did you have to pay him? Okay. We got to pay. We got to vote for paid. Anyone <laughs> else? I don't know. You emailed him. How did I get his email though? Sorry, I'm such a coach now. I'm turning into a total douche. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're I, word, I feel like there's it's it's not something that we're gonna guess. That's why you're asking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just went to his contact page. And the reason I say that is because some of these like A player authors and entrepreneurs, um, sometimes they have hidden media pages or hidden. Yes, Mike begged me. Mike McCowitz was like, dude, Josh, <laughs> Eric, Eric has, awesome. had the right guess. Yeah. <laughs> Eric got it. Uh, yeah, no, I just contact page. Uh, and typically what I found is some high level entrepreneurs will have, first of all, you never talk to them directly. Like I would never DM. I mean, I guess it's possible that would happen, but, um, I've had Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield. I've had some incredible guests on. All of them, generally, I just go through the contact page or I find like a media page and they have requests. And yeah, I usually just send a little loom, like a minute video talking about mm -hmm. my show. And then, yeah, in this case, Mike's team got back with me and uh, sent me the schedule. So, yeah. Nice. Love it. So and you didn't have to pay him, right? Nope. Not paid. Not paid. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, he's pricey. I've been to a conference where he spoke and he's, mm. I know how much they paid him. So, but he's worth it. I mean, he would have to be pricey because otherwise he'd have so many yeah. things, uh, people begging him everywhere. So anyhow, so back um, to your question, Steph, yeah. I say we get hardware out of the way and we just kind of blow through Do it quickly. It. Love the, it. The, uh, I, bought, I bought the lights that Tim Streifler told me to buy the ones that may or may not be possessed, <laughs> but Tim, do you want to just share what what you got? The the ones that you yeah. sent me the link for are not available on Amazon anymore because I've sent them to other people. They but so they just like slightly changed the size because I went to send them to someone too a couple of days ago actually, and um, they they just like changed the size so they're technically a different product, but they're just like an inch or inch and a half bigger. Um, so they're yeah basically the same. Um, yeah, so I, I say there's kind of uh, a couple different categories. And again, I, I personally would rather us focus more on the podcast specific stuff like the uh, the tech. Well, that's the right. Yeah, because we're not thinking about the light. We're not thinking about video for this one. Yeah. So I'm just for, for lighting and videos, I'm just going to, I'll just go through it super quick. And then if you guys want to yeah, add anything it. to it. So I have lights that shine on me. And, and, and I think this is still relevant stuff because. Um, we're podcast and we're video. So there are video elements to podcasting too. So you want lights that are going to shine on, on, on you to light, illuminate you as you're, you're talking. And so those typically go behind the camera. 
They have some really good desk mounted ones here. That's what Stephanie referenced. I don't remember the name of them. They're like a Chinese brand on Amazon. Um, but they're, they're pretty good besides the fact that they are demon possessed. Um, and then, uh, a camera, you need a camera. Uh, I typically recommend not using a webcam because webcams aren't typically that great. Uh, and so I have a Sony, uh, mirrorless camera, um, that is hooked up to a Camlink pro, which is a little device that plugs into my computer and it lets me plug in the professional photo taking camera video camera into my computer and use it like a webcam and so that and that's what uh, that, josh and sarah both do as well maybe different yeah. brand or whatever but that's set up yeah yeah exactly and so that helps you get like amazing video quality and with because it has a, a actual like lens so you can get the bokeh effect too uh, with the background blur um and then you need a microphone so uh the greatest starter mic out there is uh the blue yeti that's what you can see stephanie hudson it is a fantastic mic has some dialing in to do to get it just right but it is it's like 100 bucks i think so it's a that's the mic that i think almost all of us started with so Um, if you if you guys can hear my voice and you can think about what this sounds like this is a starter mic and so far it's worked pretty good for me i i could upgrade for sure if you guys think I need to upgrade, let me know. And, yeah, and I, I mean, it it's sounds fine. Great. Honestly, Blue Yetis are fine. Yeah. The absolutely. only reason I upgraded actually was because of the angle of the mic, because we're doing video all the time. And so I just kind of wanted to get the mic out of my face a little bit more. And so that's one of those things where if you are going to do video, you've got to kind of think about what is the mic doing? Where is it sitting in the position of the screen? And in order to get my voice really good, I ended up having to have it kind of like sitting here, which just wasn't as ideal. And so I changed mics purely so that I could have it a little bit further out of my face and pick one that was a little bit more um, hidden in terms of the color and everything. Right. And you do have to think about the position, uh, you know, the the settings on your mic, where it's picking up the audio from, if it's coming from the front, the sides, all around, there's all these different types. We don't need to get into all the high tech stuff because you you could just go buy this one for a hundred bucks and you'll be doing great. Uh, And then just read some YouTubes. I have mine, as you could see here on an arm so that i can swing it out and so that i can touch my Mm -hmm. keyboard because what these mics come with is a little desk stand and for starters it's too low to be able to get your voice good and i like to put mine a little bit off center and angle it toward me so that i because i don't i don't like using a big pop screen and that helps with some of the stuff or the s's or things like that that get a little sharp so and the the desk stand that it comes with too if you just like bump your desk you hear the vibration (laughs) or like you type on the keyboard um, so yeah, so getting it up Tim, Josh, Eric, tell us, tell everybody what mic you're using so they can like hear the name and think about what they're, what they're listening to. Yeah. Tim, so this I think is the... we have the same one, right? The Roadcaster Pro. Yep. Yeah. Roadcaster that's, Pro. You know, what's funny, Tim, the, the, what you just mentioned, the hitting the desk and hearing the keyboard, that's literally why I bought this originally. Cause yeah. the Blue Yeti, like most of my YouTube tutorials are on my Blue Yeti and it's fine. It's a great mic. I, I, I've interviewed plenty of people who use it and it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I did, I'm an arm mover, so I would often hit my desk and it would be like, <laughs> boom. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, the Rodecaster yeah, Pro, I, I really like. Yeah, and it's it's not a USB mic, so you have to plug it into a interface that then connects to your computer. So I have the Scarlett Focusrite, which then lets me plug the microphone via a XLR cable into the Focusrite which then connects to the computer via USB. And then basically, that basically- Tim Schreifler likes to make things as complicated as possible. Mm-hmm. And so that's <laughs> the reason, again, like we like to just copy Tim because he's like done all the research. So we just uh-huh. like go, hey, Tim, what do you got? And then we, you know, think about doing it. So I didn't want to get the whole extra bit. And so I went for the Shure, S-H-U-R-E. Um, and the reason I did that was because in terms of reviews and everything, it it wasn't as good as the setup that the guys have, but it meant I didn't have to get the whole thing. And honestly, like for what I'm doing, that's all that's required. And the other thing that I got, which is kind of cool, is this arm, which I'm probably not going to be able to show because of the video, but it like swings to the side and then just like, so a lot of the ones like arm up and across. And so you kind of like bring them in, but my setup 
it was really messy. And so I've got this arm, I can put a link in the thing. I think it was Amazon, but it, it kind of goes to the side and then just tucks away neatly at the side of your desk. So there are other options because I didn't like the whole arm thing. So what are you using, Eric? You're, you're yeah. yeah, my setup is totally different because it has to fit into a backpack. <laughs> um, no but it's a great yeah. case study for folks who are like it digital is? nomads and remote. Yeah, so we are we have a digital nomad uh set up because I literally everything I had 55 liters um and my entire life has to fit inside that. Um and so I use a um a road mini um and it's actually I don't have any fancy arm or anything. I'm going to reach up into the camera. It's actually I use this clip nice. um and here here's the microphone. And I clipped this little red thing onto the corner of my computer screen. Um, Listen, what's behind the camera does not matter. It's what, how it looks. <laughs> <laughs> We've all learned that doing video. Yeah, but that's that's my mic setup. Um, and then I, I go back and forth. Normally I use my iPhone um, as my uh, camera, my webcam, but uh, my wife does have a Sony a 6500 i think um and yeah, i'm using it right now and no, uh it's just it just plugs into a uh uh like a usb uh port um adapter thing i've got on the side of my computer um you used to have to use the cam link but there's now a new they they just released software in the last year you no longer need that i can just plug oh, straight really in to, interesting yeah, i need you to have try to use that I'll have to look at the, the name of it. I but, have had yeah. non nothing but trouble with Camlink. So I think they're slowly mm -hmm. fixing the bits, but I think that's partly why I'm needing to restart at the moment. There was this weird glitch with Adobe, which I use Adobe XD all the time, and there was this weird glitch. It looked like it was fixed, but it looks like for StreamYard it's still not fixed. So Camlink has yeah. been a bit of a problem, but also a saving grace in terms of being able to use the camera. It's called El, also, it's called Elgato E L G A T O Elgato Camera Hub. Elgato is the brand of lights that link. I have. Oh, Elgato makes the Cam Link. They oh, do a lot well, of fancy it's just, stuff. For, it's just software. For video. And then I and then I have two really small little lights that that I travel with. That's a great travel setup, Eric. Yeah, I love that. Thanks. That's dope. It just proves that you don't need wild stuff. I will say too, like he for anyone has, who's like Eric also has the tanning bed that you can see glowing on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have the light set up right. And it, it really I'm is true though. Like I, I would say I would start audio. Like don't go if yeah. you go wild and try to do video, yeah. you're just it's it's gonna be a nightmare. Like go to video when the time is right. Uh start with audio because you can literally just get by with a computer and a mic, uh, a blue yeah. I'll, I'll share this. My wife uses the same microphone and her iPhone, and she does 100% of her uh, podcast with the iPhone. She records into the iPhone. She edits on the iPhone. She uploads. I mean, it's her podcast is 100% from her iPhone because we we travel, and she wanted it very very simple. And so, um, so you can go to Family of Dashes. That that's our website with it, or her podcast is the digital nomad family podcast. Eric, does um, she prioritize quiet rooms? Because no matter what the mic is, but it, particularly if it's like an iPhone mic, I know a quiet room is like the most important thing in that yeah, case. There, there have been times she has like sat under a blanket, <laughs> you know, yeah. on the, but oh. that's. Um, or in a closet, yeah, that, if you have a closet big enough to sit in because it's dampened from all the clothes yep. in there. Yeah, small yeah. and soft. That's like if when you are trying, if you have a really sensitive microphone, these mics here that most of us have, uh, I forget. I like my different types. Of I like mics. my microphones. Like I like my men. Just like Tim's arms. Small <laughs> <and soft>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. You set me up. It was too that, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Josh, you're both like dirty, Jeff. Dirty. No, like this mic here, like it makes a big difference how close you are. So it's not picking up a lot of background noise. And so, um, so that's really helpful. Uh, some of the mics, like I had a, um, a little lapel mic that would clip on my shirt, uh, that I was going to use for like creating product videos and stuff. So I didn't have to have this thing like in view, but it was so hard to dial in. 
and get it because it was just and it would so be like <laughs> when you move your shirt a little bit. Yeah, 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 exactly. But this, it's like, I mean, I'm just going to keep talking the same volume and like, can you hear me at all anymore? Barely. No, barely. Yeah, yeah he's just at an arm's so, length away. Yeah, you can barely hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's why we so, never hear Merritt, your son. I know. Because he's too far from the <laughs> So I, that, that's a challenge I have with this this mic because it's not as good as that. Now I use a, a software called Crisp. Um, Stephanie, I think you uh, told me about it. Use Crisp. Now it does a great job eliminating any ba- any and all background noise, well, most background noise that's not voices. So there can be like sirens and cars and people are like, no, I, I didn't hear that. But if my kid whispers in the other room or they're playing a video game and the video game talks a voice it it amplifies the voice yeah yeah, yeah crisp so is really great challenge. there's k-r k-r-i-s-p highly recommended yeah. and there's a free level that you get x number of hours per month yeah, um, i've had to well. upgrade so to the to the paid but, yeah um so uh quick before we move off from the mic topic i have to bring up one of my favorite divi chat moments was yeah. when um, Tim <laughs> Tim was raising his standing desk or lower, lowering it, I guess something. Anyway, and it was this when that happened, or or was no, no, that I was, when I was every, doing anything. Everything. Yeah, that's when it unplugged everything. That was another favorite. But this time yeah, that yeah. I'm thinking of, his microphone just like fell off the arm. Like I don't know, mine <laughs> does it too. Like I don't touch this thing, and it'll be loose. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's the the demo lights are untwisting our microphones too, but it just Probably. fell off. And so he's holding this big like broadcasting microphone, like a handheld microphone for the whole rest of the show. <laughs> His face was like, <gasps> I wish we could find where that clip was. So yeah, I don't even remember what episode that is, but I was, I was like actually talking. And so I caught it and then just tried to keep talking as if nothing had happened, <laughs> but everyone was just like laughing. The at show me. must go on. The show must go on. Which is, okay. I mean, that's so, an interesting topic is, if you're doing video and audio, then you have to cater to the fact that some people are not watching it. And so sometimes something right. will happen and we will all laugh. But the issue is you either need to narrate it or you need to just move through the thing. And so sometimes mm-hmm. we've had trouble finding that balance of like some people are watching this and then that's totally fine. They can go along with the joke or they can have fun with us. But some people are only listening on podcast. And so if that's happening, you have to kind of manage that juggle, yeah. which I think is where I think Josh was saying starting audio only is so much easier because you don't have to think about the fact that it's going to be seen as well as heard and therefore it's a different experience for all the people. Yeah, my my view also, on audio versus video is that video is good for exposure and repurposing. Uh, I would not do video if I didn't want to put it on my YouTube channel and have clips and put it out on social media. Like that's the only reason I do video. Do you, do you have full episodes on, on YouTube? I do. Yeah. In a perfect world, I would do like two to three clips with like little five minute segments of episodes that have like a really good point. That's actually my next phase of, of things to do. Actually, if anyone's curious, uh, today, my interview with Mike Michalowicz starts our new format of the video show mm-hmm. with like a little teaser, uh, like a teaser clip before the intro kicks in and stuff. So we're kind of involving it over time, but, um, yeah, I mean, video sure. is honestly mostly about repurposing. Although I do find a lot of people, particularly in web design, have an interview going on for like an hour uh, while they're working. Mm-hmm. Like I did. I listened to Divi Chat and watched Divi Chat before I ever became a panelist. So I do think it's common in certain industries. Yeah. Uh, I sure. will say too that there's there's another thing to think about, and that is, are you going to edit or are you going to just go live? go live? And this applies to both video and audio but video editing is a lot more time consuming mm-hmm. and does require a certain skill set that is so, slightly different so with audio by the way i i don't know your guys' thoughts on this but i just i like an unedited show like just raw real yes mm-hmm. if the guest says something that's like oh god i wish i didn't say that we could chop it out but honestly my view is the more real and more conversation more conversational you are and the more authentic the better like the For the sure. over polished shows never seem to do well um i don't know that's my view well, i just am too lazy i don't want to edit so yeah. and i'm always like eh, whatever it'll be fine so yeah. like I mean, nobody it, laughs at my jokes it's fine we'll just keep going you know look it's at unusual. like the joe rogan show one of the most popular if not the most popular podcast in the world got like huge massive uh deal exclusive deal with spotify it's like the most raw 
unedited, super long podcast ever. Uh, it's probably why I'm not a listener because it's too long for me. But uh, yeah, it's, I think that is is something that worth worth thinking about is is raw people relate to more when it's really polished and edited like josh said it's like it's hard it, to it also it, people. It has a place it feels but weird. i just think it's a lot more work it's, it's a, a lot, lot more work, work and it feels True. weird when you're when you cut out every filler word and every like uh slow part or if there's a break and there's no sound for a couple seconds maybe that's needed but if you cut all that out it feels very robotic and odd and yeah. the reality is a podcast is a conversation or just a yeah. chat so my view well, that it should be just that and, and to josh's point with the clips uh for like youtube and stuff um i see that's where the editing comes in you know condensing down and and having some you know uh some subtitles and and maybe some b-roll mixed in or, or whatnot that's where the editing I, I i think is is really good and that's like hooking right. people in to then watch the full raw unedited unedited version of the show but those very, are short very those raw are like very raw around here uh, guys, I'd like to just take a quick moment. We do have a couple questions coming in uh, in the live chat. If, you, if you're listening live right now, um, or wa watching live, I should say, on YouTube or uh, Facebook, please put your questions in. We will get to them. I am monitoring the chat. We are um, going to run out of time so fast in this episode, I know, but I've got a couple flags here. Um, and one of them is from our pal Abby, which is going to transition us into the next T, which is the topic. And Abby says, I've been wanting to start a podcast, but always feel like, what do I say? This is where you need to come up with your topic, your not just the, what you're going to talk about, but also what's your hook. So for example, on Divi chat, um, or we're going to talk about Divi, right? That's going to, that was what this show was started is to talk about that. But, but why would anybody listen to it? What's the angle? What's the hook? And, and where are the guardrails? And of course it's evolved and changed over time, which I think every single thing we're talking about here is that way, right? Like yeah. the tools, the tech and the topics are all going to continue to sort of evolve and grow and you'll settle into them. But if someone is uh, like, like Abby here is thinking like, I would, I would love to do a show for the reason of doing a show, not because they have something burning inside of them that they want to share with the world. Who has some advice for these folks for how they could come up with something beneficial? Yes, Mr. Schreifler, <laughs> please. With his hand raised, very high. Yeah, so uh, I, I think we had talked about um, the pre-show when, when Stephanie was pitching her, her three T's, tools, topics, and tech. Um, I said, I love it, but topics I think should include kind of the full encompassing like marketing. Um, and that's kind of how I view podcast episodes or podcasts in general is it's a piece of content, therefore it's marketing, right? And so um, and with any type of marketing, whether it's a podcast or a video, a tutorial, um, a blog post, you, you want to figure out who, who is your audience? Who is it that you're trying to serve and what are you trying to accomplish with it? Right? So like, for example, if it is purely for like entertainment purposes, because you're really into like golf and you want to start just like a golf podcast, cause you love it. Like, great. Like you don't need to overthink it. But if you're like, you know what, I want to start a golf podcast because I have a golf equipment online store and I want to get exposure and get people coming to my store because golf fans that are going to listen to the podcast are also going to be buying uh, golf equipment and, and, and so forth. So think of it as a marketing tool. Okay, here's my audience. Here's what they are, they are interested in. And so I'm going to create content that is going to help uh, create value for them. And that audience is also potentially going to be uh, buying products or hiring you for your services or whatnot. And that's it. Like, if you look at Divi chat, our audience is, uh, web designers, right now it started out as Divi chat. And, and as you probably can tell just on this episode alone that we have, uh, created a lot more content than just Divi specific content, right? Cause our audience is web designers and mostly Divi users, not strictly Divi users. Uh, but, uh, with, the um, audience of web designers, we want to create topics that our audience cares about, right? And so for some people, hopefully at least, that's 
how to create a podcast, right? That might be uh, how to uh, sell your business, right? That was last week's episode, sell your agency, buy or sell an agency, right? So we're creating topics for our audience, not necessarily just for like what uh, we originally set out to do. So hopefully that made sense. Um, but that's how I think about it is, is podcast is content, content is marketing, who's your audience? Yeah. And I'll say too, like you could get wild with this and it could be extremely overwhelming if you have like tons of spreadsheets and keyword research and stuff like that. The reality is if you're from an industry, you'll know what the hot topics are and the pain points and the challenges. That's like with web design, I know pricing, getting clients, recurring revenue, content collection. Those are like some of the top, like I could do an episode on that every month and those would be some of the highest episodes. Which by the way, I just looked at Buzzsprout. I know we'll talk about tools here. My top five episodes are my first episode, which I promote in a lot of different places, just sharing the story. Uh, the second one is Tim's episode, being successful in web design. The yeah. third is on pricing. The fourth is on uh, getting clients, starting to get clients. And the fifth is about selling maintenance plans. So like that tells me right there, it's the biggest challenges of my audience. Not the one with, that I was on about maintenance Sorry, plans. Sorry, Steph, you're <laughs> up there. I think you're in the top the 10. All right, I got to come back on so I can beat Tim. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you back on. It's actually with Jake Kramer from Artillery Media, our friend, uh, him and John Wooten. Uh, but I say that to say challenges, pain points, that's your yeah. content. And then I will say as a little hack, a real quick hack, Take your FAQ section, whatever your clients are frequently asking you, there's your content. Your FAQ section is an amazing hidden gem of uh, content. But I, yeah, I would it. say that I think for people listening to this, um, it's really easy. It'd be really easy for a lot of people here to start a podcast talking about web design, um, getting client, you know, all, all of these topics. But if your goal is to start a a, a podcast to help grow your business talking website design isn't the way to go because business owners don't care about that um they care about you know their business getting more customer activities to their business you know so when before i met josh and was listening to Divichat, chat how i got started with coastal city creative is i started a podcast for a local business association interviewing their members and people, other businesses then wanted to listen to that. People in the community wanted to, to, to listen to that. And it got me into the meet to meet face to face with business owners. So that's a great way. It, it's not going to have a broad audience, but I didn't need it to be a broad audience. So I think, you know, be careful with the topic you choose, because I've talked to some web designers that, you know, they wanted this, they, they, they were putting out content about web design and and color choices and calls Contact to action and stuff like this and they're like it's not it's not working you know i'm not getting any leads from it wrong audience wrong message yeah. for the for the wrong audience yeah, yeah don't, <laughs> and, don't do a podcast for diy web designers if that's not who your ideal right. customer is uh, yeah. yeah so yeah. i guess i guess this all goes down to what's your goal why do you want to do this if you want to do it again because you have something you want to talk about well then that's your topic that's the thing that you're gonna, like if it's a a passion project for you of some sort but yeah if you're gonna go after getting business from this like these guys are saying and you don't really if, like what eric did you can go out and talk to these business owners and make it about them right because we're not gonna talk about ourselves but at the beginning and end you get to talk you know you get to give a little ad for yourself or little tidbits that you offer to them you're doing the things that we talk about all the time on this show which is building trust making people like you all of those things right yeah and, and uh eric just uh, made me think of it like uh figuring out what your audience cares about and then creating content for them i think that is another reason to niche down shout out to to josh and his web design club uh, you just did a training, right? Uh, Josh about niching down the yeah. importance of it. Well, like creating content when you're niched down is, is makes it easier, right? Cause if you're a web designer wanting to create a podcast and your audience is just like small business owners, well, it's like, how do you create content that like small business owners in general are going to care about? Well, it's going to have to be super vague to apply to any small business owner. And because it's so vague, it's not really applying very specifically to any type of business owner. Therefore, it's going to be hard for them to care about it. But when you niche down and you're serving dentists and only creating websites for dentists, well, now you can start creating content, right? Either podcast episodes, videos, blog posts, whatever that is specific to 
dentists and how it relates to things that they care about. And that's uh, what you can create content for. That's actually going to help you grow your business, as Eric mentioned. I think an important thing to remember, too, is if you go the interview route or if you like I mix in solo episodes with interviews, um, if you do everything solo, it is a lot more work, actually, just not on the post editing, but uh, the, the pre work, because like you're you're almost like creating a blog post and an outline before you record an episode every time. But if you interview somebody, I could say like, hey, Tim, do you want to talk about niching? That's it. That's all the planning I do for that episode. I'm just curious about questions. By the way, Josh, I'm itching to talk about niching. Yeah, we'll talk about how to pronounce it, how the word came about. And Tim is going to share that and I'm going to learn and share with the audience. So I do do strongly feel that interviewing, if you do less prep, uh, which is better in my mind too, uh, you learn and you don't have to create the content. You just facilitate it. I think it's cool too to do a show like similar to the format that you've got there, Josh, where you do interviews but then sometimes you just do a solo show. Like that's okay. It's your show. You can make you make the rules. Um, but the a third option is like is the Divi chat format, which is a discussion. It's not really an interview. We Round just table. all sit around and talk about our feelings and stuff, you know. And it we have a fluctuating panel, so we have we won't do a show without at least three folks on. So we don't really do the one on one model. And um, but anyway, that's just another style so there's a few different styles and so if you've got um stuff to talk like i don't know if you guys know this but i am a little chatty i'm chatty and i got stuff to say but when i think when i've been thinking about this show that i want to start i don't really want to do it by myself i like banter more than just talking so i i have been trying to decide like okay, I've been trying to look for somebody that's going to partner with me and I finally found my person. So yeah, no banter is good. If you look at like the late night talk show hosts, at least the American ones, I can't speak for, uh, other ones, but, um, they always have someone that they're bantering with, right? Like the Jimmy Fallon show, he has like Higgins or like the, the guys that are in his band and he's doing his monologue, but they're like kind of laughing and they might like interject something here or there to get that banter effect. Um, and without that, cause I thought about that, like, with starting a new podcast, like does I want it to be just me or do I want someone else to have that banter and that back and forth? And so it's a hard decision and it's like, okay, well, you know, do I want to sacrifice some of that like casualness yeah. of having banter to not have a part? Like, so it's, that's just something I, I think it becomes out, more but, serious when you've just got does, one totally. person or one person interviewing one person compared to two regulars and then interviewing a person, yeah. that kind of thing, I think that's when it becomes less ca- uh, less formal. Um, whereas when you is, yourself, did, it's hard to not be formal. If I did a solo show, I'd have the exact same number of people laughing at my jokes as on the show. <laughs> I got her. I got her. Um, okay, so this just in, everybody. I just had a, do- a note slide across my desk. Uh, we had a little vote. Okay. in the back in the private chat and i hope you guys are happy with this we're gonna save the tech side of things which is the marketing the distribution how you actually set all that up on, yeah, nice. on a part two so we'll tackle that next week josh if you can come you're allowed you're welcome if you can't we understand because i, I it's will try hard to make it next week because i <laughs> love it i love but it's about- I know it's so fun, but and I'm already like I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, oh man, we are toast as always. And this we, is why I don't do a panel podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can go an hour, an hour and a half with one guest easy without multiple. Things. I know it's so fun, and we've got to stop. So, uh, so uh, since we are on a tiny little pause in our what we were saying, there's been a great question asked. Uh, I think it was Derek Short asked in the chat, "Who are your favorite?" Oh no, Justin Ormeron. Sorry, sorry. Who is your favorite podcaster? And he spelled it for you, Sarah, with the extra U in there. Yay. <laughs> Just need to say uh, Keish and what's the other one? Niche. Just get all, have, all the words in. Aluminium. Do you guys have a favorite podcaster? I've. It's funny. I'm like really into the, all of this right now, but I am like, I don't. I haven't actually been listening to a ton of podcasts at the moment. I I will say I tend to fluctuate. Like I'll get into Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income podcast for a couple months, and then I'll segue. I'm a big fan of Amy Porterfield's podcast uh, online yeah, or uh, 
online marketing made easy, mainly because Amy is very tactile with her stuff. Like she literally talks about like her business systems, like of a multi-million dollar business. So there's, you know, I, I like shows that really cool. With tactical? Because I don't I know how being tactile works on a podcast. I was like, wow, that sounds good. Isn't that the you same? Is that different? Her. No, tactile, tactile is like feeling. <laughs> okay, see, here's what's terrifying tactical. is people tell me they're learning English <laughs> by listening to my podcast, and I don't know the oh difference between tactile and tactical. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I would say we'd edit that out, but we won't. Well, well. Uh, another quick one is uh, my friend Jay Klaus. He has a podcast called Creative Elements. That is a gold mine, particularly in the world mm -hmm. of online marketing and uh, redistribution and repurposing and stuff. Uh, Creative Elements is another really good listen. I listen to that almost every week. One of my sort of go-tos, like as I weave back in and out, I, I usually, like the only two kind of podcasts I listen to really are business podcasts for what I do specifically or like true crime, stuff like that. But that's not what we're talking about here today. But um, I always sort of find myself back on the duct tape marketing show. Do you guys ever listen to that? Duct tape marketing? No. It's, uh, Used to. Oh, I'm, I'm going to blank on his name. What's his name? I, I'm just saying I'm a huge fan of his and I'm totally... John Jantz. He's great. He's been doing this a long time and he does the same thing where he'll do interview shows and solo shows and all that kind of stuff. And he has tons of real, very tactile help. That was mean. I shouldn't have. It was too soon. Was too, soon. <laughs> too soon, Steph. <laughs> um, so anyway, if you guys think of more favorites, pop them in the chat for the gang. Um, and we'll just continue on. So um, let's see. Where were we talking about selecting Der your... Derek's question topic. is good. Oh, let me see here. <laughs> At the end. I'm not sure if you missed this, but I'd like to know how many bad recordings did each of you do before you published one? Oh, I'd like to say we tested DV Chat once and <laughs> I was the only one who was there so out of Divi chat none <laughs> we just Wait, go for were... it make our mistakes learn like yeah going live is a whole other ball game with we that we just figure it out as we go and I think there's lots to learn if you're doing it with someone else one of the big things that we've learned is anytime we bring someone new into the panel there's always an adjustment period and so I think if you're going to do it with someone else, you do need to practice. Ideally, you really want to practice because there's something about learning each other's cues and learning to kind of see that person's about to talk. I need to like yeah. hold back or um, how can I communicate to this other person that I've got something to say? Like, how are you going to go about that? If you're in video, it's not like you can just have, if you're just audio only, you can have little cues like, I'm up next. Like I've got a thing to say, mm -hmm. but otherwise you have to learn how to not talk over the top of each other. And that's hard. And we do not always nail that here. Absolutely. There is definitely periods of change, which is tricky. And so I would say for us, we understand this is loose. Like that is the vibe yeah. of this show. But if you're mm -hmm. not going for a loose vibe, you are going to need to practice hundred percent. That is, is not yeah. here. So we do not yeah, always I, nail it. So, no, <laughs> Yeah, a lot true. of people know I I had a a podcast with with David Blackman called WP the podcast and it was uh, both of us it wasn't interview style but we would we would just talk about specific topics and we learned also he said really, had you guys for those of you who had been asking about it earlier. yeah it's it's not coming back sorry everyone for those who who were mm -hmm. listeners um, but I am starting a new podcast just got to figure out if I'm going to have a guest host or, or what but anyways um, we learned. We had a really good dynamic where we learned how to do what Sarah talked about, where we we would kind of know when the other person wanted to jump in, or we just got really a really good rhythm where like I wouldn't just keep talking and talking and talking for 10 minutes. I would kind of yeah. say my point and then stop and then David would jump in and, and vice versa. And so uh, you kind of you kind of learn that, but it it, it takes um experience. And and I guess to answer uh was that whose question was that? Derek's yeah. question about Derek's question, yeah. for, so for us with um, WP, the podcast, we might've done a couple takes of like that first episode, um, to kind of get the feeling right. But both of us, it was also a five minute show teaching. though. Or 10 minute show, yeah. They're five minute shows. Yeah. Exactly. So they're short and sweet. Um, but yeah, we, after that, it was like, I don't think we ever re-recorded an episode unless there was like a, 
malfunction and something didn't get recorded right. We have to re-record it again right away. But I can barely do a five-minute intro. So Tim, I don't know how the heck you and David pulled that off. <laughs> you know what I would I say though? I will say I hate to be a pessimist, but having a partner or a colleague or co-host is it just adds a lot of complexity, even yes, just from yes. the simple standpoint of like scheduling. Like if Tim's sick, but David's ready to go, well shoot, we need to schedule that oh. out. If you do an interview, then it just it becomes infinitely more complicated. Well, I, sorry. I would, to interrupt, but for those who, who were listeners of the podcast, you know that there's a lot of episodes of just me. Yeah. <laughs> David will be back next week. <laughs> David will be back next week. Next week. On a practical note, though, to help with a co-host, I would just start off solo and do interviews because you will learn the cues with an interview, and then that will translate to having a co-host. I think if you start with a co-host, unless you're a professional like Tim or David who – you know, like they're more established with starting a podcast. Um, that's probably a safer bet, a safer way to go. Uh, and another thing is like on a, on a panel show like this one, um, you may notice that somebody sort of takes the driver's seat a little bit. So a lot of times that's me. It used to always be Tim. Or did you raise your hand again, Tim? Do you have another comment? I would no, no, no. I was trying to point to you, but I was trying to point over oh, Josh. Your arm is like oh. going over the top of the I Tim was saying I take over the show. It was perfectly <laughs> yeah. timed. Yeah, it's fine. Perfect. Yeah. But uh, but any of us could well, I I call it MC, but if you do have multiple people, it is good to just there's there's nobody the boss on Divi Chat. We're all equal partners on this show, but it's good to have somebody that's sort of driving, that's driving the topic and making sure that everybody is stay, you know, getting fair time to talk or that you're not running way, way over, which we have done sometimes. It is, it's tricky. It's tricky when you've got a bunch of people who you don't know what they're gonna say and and we've got to like wrap up a whole topic and encapsulate it and have it all done by the time you know what stephanie hour, don't call me out in public i would appreciate if we kept wait. that private <laughs> I <don't even> know. <laughs> um so anyway where, where that just threw me this is why i actually got booted off a of db chat i didn't take a break myself they, uh, <laughs> they, they yeah they yeah weird. yeah no, so no. you weren't um, kicked no. off. You were asked not to return. Ah, that's what it was. Great <laughs> no, we begged them to come back. They said, "How? You know what, Josh? Maybe like every three months. That would be good. Mm -hmm. Good for you." So, um, Tim, do you want to do you want to tell the people what your upcoming show is going to be? Do you want to tease it? Oh, Are you ready? Well, see, that's your the thing fans want to know. I don't fully have the answer to that yet. Mm. I, I still have some stuff to figure out. Um, but I know the things that I'm passionate about. And so, for example, internet marketing, e-commerce, uh, WordPress, web design. So figuring out how to morph those in and actually create value. And, and that's the thing, too, is it's like, am I trying to tackle too many things to where it won't be relevant to one type of audience? Right. So um, so that's the, the types of things that I still need to figure out. And then. Um, you know, or do I want it to just be strictly be a Divi podcast? Probably not. I liked having a little bit more broad than that. Uh, with WP, the podcast, it was WordPress web designers was our audience. And so it wasn't just Divi, even though we were Divi users and we had both had Divi product companies, but, um, so yeah, so I, you're I looking have, at a partner, like a, like a two person thing or you maybe don't yeah. know. Oh, you're still just in very much like figuring out the concept. Of I've that. yes. And I've gone through different. See, I'm like, I'm a planner. And then what I do is I, I plan and then I take notes and then I, I follow that trail. Right. And so I like overthink it and, and go down. Okay. Well, if I do this, then that means that I'm going to be doing this. And then if that happens, <laughs> then I'm going to need to come around here and do that. And then I'm going to need to use this type of marketing. And then, and so I, I what a web designer. Time. What a web designer <laughs> thinking of how bad it's going to go. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Nothing about how bad it's going to go, but thinking of all the avenues of, okay, right. well, if I do this, then I'm going to have to market it in this way. And that's going to mean that I can no longer do this over here. And then how is that going to impact my current business or this other side business here? <laughs> so it's yeah, that's just like, true. Yeah. I shouldn't have said it that way. Yeah. You're totally right. It, is, it actually is a really good point. One little decision is going to mean there's like 10 other decisions you're going to have to make around that little decision. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I will announce here. Everyone on Divi Chat will be the first to know when that stuff is finalized and when it's live and all that stuff. But awesome. yeah, I'm excited. You know what mine's going to be called? Did I tell you already? It's, My, it's mine's the sizzle. The sizzle. 
the sizzle.ai yeah. so it's a newsletter now you can you can go uh sign up for it and we'll we'll send out an email when it's live but guess what i decided that um there's so many tech podcasts out there right now talking about AI and like they're talking about all of these like machine learning and this many billion parameters and this and that. And it's a little overwhelming and I just think it's cool and I don't need to be a computer engineer. Like I, I just, I, I want to talk about it without needing to feel pressured to know all that technical stuff. And I feel like there's gotta be other people out there like me. So I started sort of when I would write the newsletters and stuff like that, I was doing it like I was explaining it to my dad because he's kind of like he's okay with tech he's interested in stuff but he doesn't need to know all the like nitty gritties of these supercomputers and all that kind of stuff and so guess who's gonna be my co-host my dad no <laughs> kidding yeah so me and my pop are gonna do a, a podcast together and he's just gonna That's ask awesome. gonna talk about it i'm super excited i talked That's to him amazing. this afternoon and i was like listen i'm saying this i'm like are we for real doing this like are you gonna really do this with me are so you, and it's gonna be shorter than this show it's gonna be 20 or 30 minutes but. are you gonna do it over zoom stuff are you gonna have them like in the same room kind of thing or? oh no we're we live four hours apart so okay we'll do it probably with Streamyard or or maybe audio only i don't know vote in the chat everybody should we do video or audio only um so anyway oh I thanks for video. putting a link in there oh, I, think I, we should do video? I got a wardrobe question stephanie if you don't mind bringing that up this is my first ever wardrobe <laughs> only question. important things oh my gosh <laughs> you had the last question. one by derek okay here we go um so he noticed that I wear the same color shirt. Yeah, so that is intentional. It's not always a black shirt, but it's usually a dark shirt. Sometimes it's like a dark navy blue. And the reason is because I have colored lights. And so I like to just wear something that will allow the lights to kind of be the accent. And then, um, yeah, so that's kind of just my thing with with like the video and the, the lighting and everything is I like to just go simple with the shirt. So it's like a solid color shirt, usually black. And then I let the lights do the accents. The lights, lights do the magic. Uh, if you're Josh Hall, apparently he only owns this shirt every time he's on Divi Chat. Only for Divi Chat, <laughs> baby. I can't, you know, I'm in freaking now. OG so like, Divi t-shirt, yes. you guys. Oh, this you know, is an OG. I think so, this is 2014. I think this is maybe 15. The oest G Divi shirt there is. Yeah. So yep. I don't know if Josh wants me to share this. I apologize, Josh, if I'm sharing sure. a little bit of the magic. Yeah. But Josh, it's not actually a Divi shirt. It's actually a green screen shirt. And then <laughs> just superimposes <laughs> Divi on top of it. So he painted his himself green. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing no shirt. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's topless for the show. Yeah. Uh, oh, Justin has asked if we've used green screens. Yeah. So I I have a really cool green screen. Uh, it's really wide and it's and it pops up and it's mm -hmm. it's like on its own stand so it's fully contained and so I can like pop it up behind me and I have used that when I was doing more live streaming stuff and then uh, like for tutorials it's nice because then I could turn off my background and then that way there's less video covering up like the software on the screen the WordPress yeah. admin screen when being a tutorial so I like green screens for that um but i typically like having i feel like it's more authentic to have a real background yeah don't do a fake background. background we're well yeah. past that being was i don't know if it was ever cool but now it's like come on i can tell yeah. that's so fake yeah yeah post COVID. Uh, yeah if you do if you are doing yourself overlaid on top of a video i i can kind of go for it but it's way easier for guys than for girls just because of hair in general unless that's guys true yeah. hair, but i i do it purely for functional purposes not because it's cool but it actually like makes it easier because it covers up less of what i'm trying to show in the tutorial i haven't done that yeah. in a while but that's what i have used it for yeah um so sarah have you ever thought about starting your own show no, I mean, I, I like chatting about to, stuff. But if you had I'm, to, I'm putting a gun to your head and you've got to start a podcast this week, what would it be? Um, I would probably target the local market and target small businesses. And so do some sort of podcast that was talking like how do we actually promote our businesses and then maybe even like fully niche down into Canberra and like interview different Canberra people about how do they network with each other, that kind of thing. But I'm not organized enough. Like me turning up at Divi Chat is enough for me. Like I find it really hard to do much more than that. And so I think the actual organization that goes behind a podcast and then the marketing side of it 
it's a lot. If you're going to do it successfully, you have to tell people about it. And if you're going to tell people about it, that takes a lot of effort. And so for me, like that stuff is all more than I want to do. There would have to be massive benefit for me. And so maybe if I grew my business to an agency size where I had multiple people building websites, then it would be really beneficial to kind of go down that track. But where I am at the moment, it doesn't, it's not actually beneficial to me. Turning up to Divi Chat, Divi Chat for me is not about getting business. Turning up to Divi Chat is about providing a podcast to the people who are starting out. And it's the podcast I wished was here when I was starting out. So it's not really about me gaining anything, but I think you need to have it really clear. Like, are you going to be monetizing it? Therefore you're making money through it. Is it about getting notoriety so that then you can speak at events? Is it about actually just literally getting business? I think you need to know that stuff really well, because otherwise you're not going to sustain actually continuing to do the thing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I mean, your words have power, Sarah. Look at you giving back right now. Abby says, Sarah confirmed it. Local biz success slash interviews is what I'll most likely do. That's what I would, I would recommend. I don't know if we still do final thoughts, but I was just going to say, if you're going to do a podcast, you have to commit to it for a decent amount of time for a payoff, no matter how you monetize it or no yeah. matter what the end goal is. You've got to commit. I don't know if there's an exact amount of time you need to commit, but um, if you just try it for a couple months, Hopefully it was fun, but it's probably not going to translate to much business. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. have that in mind. Should we do and final you, thoughts, you guys, since Josh is here? Yeah. Eric, you want to take what you were just going to say? Can it be a final thought? Um, or say whatever you want. <laughs> no, it, it can't be. Uh, <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll make it my final thought. Oh, it's, uh, you it's get, your final thought. Trust me. It's my final thought. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, like, you get to create the rules with this too. Like, don't get caught up in yeah. frequency and stuff like this. Like, people are going to say what's, you know, that uh, a certain frequency is better than others. But, like, start with what you can do. Marissa, that um, my wife, she she wrestled with it for a while and she finally just said i can't do more than every other week like that's the I, if i try to do every week i'm gonna miss it's not gonna be great and she just said i'm starting every other week and that's what she has done and um yeah, for the longest time she had the number two or number three travel podcast on apple in denmark so oh in denmark that was <laughs> that was there but yeah. um but no she still it it does real well um she did i get so, her autographs it's because everyone um, has dreadlocks in denmark twenty dollars twenty dollars yeah everybody does well it's very niche it's digital nomad families yeah and and a lot of people talk digital nomading um and there's a lot i mean a lot of digital nomads. and a bunch of death metal bands with dreadlocks yeah but digital nomad family that's a very unique topic it is that's great anyway yeah niching i have I'm a niching. you're niching my final thought is not something we've talked about and i want to say um you probably hate the sound of your own voice and that's okay like you can or cannot like you don't have to listen to it but um, the the real hard truth is that's what you sound like to everybody you talk to. So it's fine. It's fine. Don't let that be a thing that holds you back. Yeah. That's my little like final thought piece of advice. If this is something and all of these things we've talked about so far have not been an obstacle to you, don't let that be it. Yeah. And it only sounds weird because you're not used to hearing it. You just have to get used to it. So it's also the best way to get better. Listen to yourself talk and you'll be like that. That was me. No wonder people give me a weird face when they talk yeah. to me and you can learn from it and be better. Yeah, for sure. And when I, uh, by the way, speaking of, I have got to stop using the word like, so feel free to hit me up in the comments when I keep saying it. I don't know how I turned into like a Valley girl again. I've caught myself. Say, hit, I was... you. hit you if you say like, whack. I don't know if I can reach <laughs> Over you. Josh though. Yeah, Digital smack. Smack. <laughs> Digital smack. <laughs> Sarah, do you have any final thoughts or anybody? Um, I, I mean, I think fake it till you make it is always the key to getting something going, right? So you mm. might not feel confident to be able to do something. You might feel inadequate. You might feel like you're That's not good enough. But realistically, hi, little friend. Meredith, it's on. It's episode. 
Oh, there's more kids coming. Um, but realistically, <laughs> you've just got to get started, right? And you're not going to be great when you start. Like that's just the reality of it. But just get it going. You will get better. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to yourself, oh my gosh, it's confronting, but it is really, really helpful. So just <laughs> oh, that is not who I expected you to carry in. This it's is not a little one. <laughs> this is my secretary who's in my office every second I am. It's an enormous dog, you guys, for those who are listening. And she is adorable. And Tim Streifler brought in his son, Merritt. Hi, Merritt. Oh, he can't hear me. He doesn't want to say hi. That's fine. Can you say hi? Hey, say his name so he knows you guys are real. Merritt, you are the cutest. Can you say hi? I think he's just kind of confused. Yeah, I don't want to. Is he talking to me? What the heck is happening? Oh, he wants Um, to play with the dog. He's obsessed with the dog. Oh yeah, Tim, you never pick up your dog. What's up with that? All right, you guys. I guess that's it. I mean, I feel like there's so much more we could talk about. And great news, we're gonna do it next week. Yay! Because we just fly by the seat of our pants here at Divi Chat and make the rules up as we go, which is cool because if you start your own podcast, you can do the same thing. So yeah. uh now you have one week to report back. We expect to hear how you've progressed, what you're gonna talk about on your show, what tech you're gonna, I mean, what tools you're gonna use. We'll help you share the tech. Oh my gosh, I can't even talk. We'll help share the tech that you need and how to get all of that and the marketing and all of those things going next Tuesday. Thanks so much everybody for coming. If you enjoyed this, got any useful tips at all, or as Eric says, you just like clicking buttons, give us a little thumbs up, subscribe so you get, some notifications. We're grateful for you guys showing up live. It always makes it a lot more fun for us. And if you're listening on your podcast app at a later date, get your butt here live sometime. It's fun. But if not, we still love you too. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye.